Good morning. Today we'll be studying the second chapter of Hilchot Matenot Aniim. Uh, this chapter will go into a little bit more detail in regards to the obligation of Pe'ah, uh, exactly where the Pe'ah should be left, and the collection of the Pe'ah uh, by the Aniim. Halacha Aleph. Now, Harambam in this first halacha will give five conditions of uh, of pe'ah and produce that qualifies for pe'ah needs to fall into these five categories. Halacha Aleph: Kol ochel shegidulav min ha'aret ve'nishmar ulkitato kulo ke'ahat machnisin oto lekiyum hayav ba'pe'ah sheneemar uvkutzechem et ketzir artzechem. So let's do this step by step. Harambam says the following: Kol ochel. First, pe'ah has to be edible. Second, shegidulav min ha'aretz. It has to grow from the ground. Uh, that means it has to have roots in the ground uh, and be sustained from those roots uh, in contrast to, for example, mushrooms, as we'll see in the next halakha. Third, venishmar. It has to uh, be watched and cared for. Um, Yes, it has to be watched over as a, by the owner of the field, as opposed to uh, hefker crops. For ulkitato kulo ahat, that it has to be harvested all together and become ripe all at the same uh, at the same time. And fifth, umachnisan oto lekiyum, that it's possible for the for this uh, produce uh, to be. Uh, Stored uh, without it going bad after um, after a very short amount of time, as the pasuk says, uh, when you reap the harvest of your land. Anything that resembles uh, harvest in each of these five ways is obligated and qualifies for pe'ah. Kegona for example, uh, the five grains, vakitniyot, uh, legumes, veheharuvin, uh, and carobs, vehaegozim, veashkedim, and walnuts, and almonds, veharimonim, and pomegranates, vehaanavim, vehazetim, vehatemarim, and grapes, olives, and dates, whether uh, they are um, fresh or whether they're dry, anything of this sort uh, qualifies for pe'ah. Uh, Aval, isatis, peturin. However, isatis and fu'a, both plants used for dye uh, back in the day, are exempt from pe'ah, because they aren't edible. Vechen, kemehin, ufitriot, peturin. So too, kemehin, ufitriot, two types of mushrooms, are also exempt. Because they don't grow uh, from the ground like other um, produce that does. When we say, again, grow from the ground, uh, we mean that they don't have roots um, and aren't sustained by those roots um, and don't have seeds either. Just like other uh, like other types of produce do. Vechen ha'hefker patur she'en lo mishiyishmerenu she'arem ufkar lakol. So too, in regards to hefker, in regards to ownerless uh, produce, it is also exempt because it has no one to watch over it and is pretty much uh, available for the taking by anybody. Vechen ha'te'enim. So too, um, figs. Enan hayavin bapeah she'en lekitatan ke'ehad. Figs also are exempt because they aren't harvested all 
at the same time, Ella yesh be'ilan zeh ma she'yigamer hayom, v'yesh ma she'yigamer la'achar kamayamim, because there are some uh, figs on the same tree that um, that are fully ripe at one time, but there are some figs on the same tree that are not fully ripe um, and takes a few days for them to become ripe after there are some figs that are already ripe on the same tree. V'chen hayarak patur she'en machnisin oto lekiyum. So too, vegetables are also exempt from pe'ah because you can't really store them uh, because they go bad after a couple of days of being in storage. Hashumim ve'habesalim hayavim bape'ah she'hare me'yabeshin otan u'machnisin otan lekiyum. In regards to garlic and onions, they are obligated in pe'ah because they're typically dried up and put into storage um, and don't go bad. are types of onions that were typically left in the field in order for the farmer to take the seeds and use them to plant uh, for the for the next year. So these imahot shila betzalin that are left in the ground um, in order again to take their seeds are obligated in pe'ah. V'chein kol chayosebahen, so to anything of this sort. Halacha gimal. Karka kol shehu hayevet bape'ah. Afilu hayata shelashutafin shenemar ketsir artsechem afilu shelerabim. In regards to, um, yes, any type of any size of um, of a field, yes, a crop and a field of land of any size is subject to pe'ah, even if it was owned uh, by two people. Uh, as the pasuk says, ketir atzechem afilu shelarabim, as the pasuk says, um, the harvest of your land, your land being plural, um, including land owned by multiple people. Halacha dalid. Sadeshe ketsaruha goyin la'atzman, o ketsaruha listim, o kirmesuha nemalim, o sheberata haruah, o shibarta haruah, o behema, harezo petura min hapeah, shehovat hapeah bakama. Regarding a field that was um, harvested by goyim for themselves, or a field that was harvested by robbers. Um, yes, and when we say that the goyim harvested from the, for themselves, they didn't do so on behalf of the owner of the field. Um, also, a field, again, that was harvested by robbers, or a field that was uh, pretty much taken, that was um, gnawed and trampled or uh, by, and pretty much taken, taken apart by ants, or a field that was uh, trampled by an animal or pretty much um, damaged, uh, and trampled by the wind. Um, this type of field is exempt from pe'ah because pe'ah, the obligation of pe'ah is only in regards to the kama, only in regards to crop that is still attached to the ground. But if the crop was detached from the ground, it is exempt from the obligation of pe'ah. Halachahe. Katsar hetziah. If the owner harvested half of the field and robbers harvested the other half, 
his half is exempt since the obligation of pe'ah applies to the half that was harvested by um, by the listim. Aval im katsru halistim hetzia vehazar hu vekatsar hashear noten pe'ah neshiur ma shekatsar. But if uh, robbers first came, harvested the f half the field, and then the owner of the field came and he harvested the rest, he must give pe'ah uh, to um, in proportion to what he uh, harvested, not in proportion to the entire field, because. Um, the half of the field was harvested by robbers. Katsar hetzia v'higdish hetzia hapode miyad hagizbar noten pe'ah lakol. If the owner of the field uh, harvested half of the field and then designated the other half to the bet uh, hamikdash, um, whoever redeems the field from the gizbar, the gizbar um, was the was pretty much the treasure and the one who was in charge of all of the. Hekdesh. So whoever takes and redeems the field from the Gizbar has to give um, Pe'ah um, for the entire field. Katsar Hetziah V'Higdisho Hareze Maniyah Min HaNisha'ar Pe'ah Hareuya Lakol If the owner harvested half the field and then um, Yes, and he de donate and he designated the rest as hekdesh for the to the Beit Hamikdash. And yes, and designated the sorry here he designated the um, the produce for the Beit Hamikdash in the in the hala in the in the phrase before it was he designate he designated the actual field um, to. The Beit Hamikdash in this halacha, katzar hetziav hekdisho, harez emaniach min anishar peharu yalakol. This is if the owner again harvested half the field and uh, designated um, the pro the produce to the Beit Hamikdash. He has to um, set aside peah from the rest of the harvest uh, for the the entire field. Halacha vav. <coughs> If someone uh, cut off some grapes from a vineyard in order to sell them in the market and uh, his intention was to leave the rest of the grapes on the vine to be pressed in the uh, wine press, the rule is the following. If he cut off the grapes for the market on either side of the vineyard, he has to give pe'ah only for the grapes that he cut for the gut, for the wine press, according to whatever was left. But if he cut the grapes for the market, for the shuk, on one side only, it is this, It is not the same as someone simply cutting grapes in a casual way, um, some from here, some from, uh, and some from there, which would have rendered him, render him patur, because um, back in the day, most people who would grow grapes 
would do so in order to sell to sell the wine and in order to take them to the wine press and sell them. But those grapes that were taken uh, to be eaten to be so, and to be sold in the market is patur from matanot la'evionim, matanot, sorry, from matanot, matanot aniyim, because it is considered zeniha. It is considered that these grapes are left on the side. And additionally, uh, this is a casual type of um, harvesting, not r- not real, um, not real harvesting. So to someone who plucks ripe ears of corn, of corn, um, one at a time and slowly, slowly, and brings them into his house. Even if he uh, harvested and collected his all the produce from his field in this fashion. He is exempt from leket, shechicha, and pe'ah because it is a casual type of uh, harvesting, not real um, harvesting. And we said that um, that it has to be uvkutzrechem et ketzir artzechem at the opening of the chapter that we mentioned. Um, and, and the ways that we said that you would be patur, it isn't a real uh, harvesting. Rather, it's a more casual type of collecting, if you, if you will. Halacha zayin. Anyone who uh, harvests his entire field before his crop has ripened and have still not yet reached one-third of uh, their growth. And as um, the Radbaz mentions, that less than one-third growth of, um, of a crop uh, isn't considered uh, the ca- isn't c- considered the category of a pity. So again, if someone harvested his entire field before the crop ripened, and while the crop hasn't reached one third of its growth, hare zo petura, this crop is exempt from peah. and if it reached one third of its growth, it is obligated in peah. So too, in regards to um, fruit of trees, if they are one-third ripe, they are subject to uh, peah. If someone consecrated his field to the Bet HaMikdash, and this field is kama, it is uh, standing, standing corn that is still attached to the ground, and then redeemed it while the corn is still standing and while the produce is still attached to the ground, it is obligated in peah. If, however, the gizbar, the treasurer, and the person who is uh, in charge of the hikdesh harvested it, and then the owner redeemed it. He is exempt from peah because at the time that it was liable for peah, it was hikdesh, and hikdesh is not obligated in peah. Halachat tet. Nochri shekatsar sadehu ve'acharkach nitkayer harizok petura min ha'peah min haleket min ha'shichicha. Aval pi she'en ha'shichicha ella b'sha'at ha'imur. A non-Jew who harvested a field and then converted, um, as we mentioned before, a goy who does uh, who um, who harvests a field um, 
is exempt from pe'ah. So here a goy who convert who harvested the field and then converted, uh, the field would be exempt from pe'ah and from leket and from shichicha, even though shichicha is only uh, during uh, only applies during the time that one binds uh, the piles um, of grain. Halacha yod. En sochrin poalim goyim liktor. Uh, a goy employee may not be hired to harvest the field because they are not uh, experts and they are not at all uh, versed, well versed in uh, leket and pe'ah, and we suspect that they might um, leave a very very minimal amount of the field, um, and the. Uh, poor people would essentially be robbed, uh, or that the Radbaz mentions that the goyim might leave too much uh, of the uh, of the field for the uh, for the aniim, thereby robbing the owner of the field. But if one hired goyim to harvest this field and they harvested the entire field, the field is in fact liable for pe'ah. Halacha yod. The owner of a field who harvested his entire field without leaving pe'ah must uh, set aside a pe'ah from the harvested um, produce but does not need to tithe it. Uh, even if um, he gave the majority of his harvest to the poor as pe'ah, he is still uh, exempt from ma'aser, from tithing. If the owner of the field um, threshed the produce but still did not winnow the produce, uh, he gives the pe'ah. Um, before uh, the ma'aser. Aval im dash vezara barahat uva mizre vegamar melachto ma'aser veharkach noten lahem mina perot hameosarin shiur hapea har uyal otah sadeh vechen ba'ilanot. Now, if uh, he did the winnowing and threshing with uh, the rahat and the mazre, two tools that they would use back in the day. Um, in order to do the winnowing, um, the rahat was a type of uh, long uh, fork instrument, and in the uh, no, sorry, that's the mizre. That's the mizre. The mizre was a long fork type instrument, and the rahat was a type of shovel of sorts. Uh, and he finished, in fact, um, completed. Yeah, he finished his work with the produce. Ma'aser, he has to tithe, and then he from uh, the um, and he has to give pe'ah out of the tithed produce uh, to the amount due from that field, and the same applies for ilanot for uh, trees as well. Halacha yod bet en manihin et pe'ah ela besof hasade kedesh yuha aniim yodim makom shiavoulo uchdesh etehen ikeret laovrim v'lashavim v'lo yehashed umi pene haramayim shelo yitkaven liktzor hakol. So the 
Now, these following halachot uh, are really done to protect um, the rights of the aniyim and to make sure that the entire pe'ah would go to the aniyim. So the first thing we ha- so the first rule uh, in regards to this is that pe'ah uh, can only must only be left at the edge of the field so that the poor people know where they are to come and collect the pe'ah and so that the edge of the field, which is uh, pretty much um, not public territory, but it's much more recognizable uh, as opposed to the middle or the beginning of the field. And people that are passing by uh, would know uh, that this is pe'ah, and thereby the owner of the field wouldn't be a subject uh, that he is uh, stealing from the poor and not leaving the pe'ah. This is this the the fact that the pe'ah is also left at the edge of the field is also a precaution to people who are deceitful, who try who want to harvest the entire field, um, but say to those who see them harvesting at the edge of the field that oh I left um, pe'ah at the uh, beginning of the field. And the fact that we leave the pe'ah at the edge of the field um, protects um, the aniyim in this way, that again, someone who um, who is an owner of the field and wants to harvest the entire field can't say, oh, I left pe'ah at the beginning of the field, therefore we have the pe'ah left at the end of the field. Also, ve'od shelo yishmor sha'a she'en sham adam ve'yanihinna ve'yitenenna le'ani hakarov lo. Additionally, the uh, pe'ah is left at the edge of the field uh, in order to protect the aniyim against the owner of a field who would wait for a time that there is no one present and leave the pe'ah and give it to um, to an ani that is a relative of his and call him to uh, to come while there is no one uh, while there is no one around. Uh, yes, continuing halacha yod bet avar ha'pe'ah bitchilat hasade o be'emtzah. If one violated what we said and left the pe'ah at the beginning or middle of his field, this is in fact pe'ah and must be given to uh, to the poor. But he also has to leave um, an additional uh, pe'ah um, at the end of his field in proportion to um, whatever, yes, in proportion to um, whatever is due from the rest of the field after he set aside the first pe'ah that was in the middle or at the end of the field. And this seems to be some type of, uh, of penalty that Hahamim instituted again to protect the rights of the, um, of the aniyim. And bo- again, both are pe'ah uh, for all intensive purposes and, um, and the aniyim can take the pe'ah that the Baal Habayit left in the middle or beginning of the field, and the Baal Habayit must leave an additional pe'ah at the end of his field as well. Halacha yod gimel. Baal Habayit shenatan pe'ah la'aniyim, ve'amru lo ten lanu mitzad zeh, ve'natan lahem, zo vazo pe'ah. If the owner of the field left pe'ah for the poor, and the poor people uh, told him, give us um, pe'ah from that side in addition, and the Baal Habayit gave them, both are considered pe'ah. 
וכן בעל השדה שהפריש פאה ואמר הרי זו פאה וגם זו או שאמר הרי זו פאה וזו הרי שתהן פאה so too the owner of a field who separated פאה and said here this is פאה and also and also this or if he said this is פאה and this both are uh, valid uh, both are פאה uh, essentially yes both are פאה הלכה יוד דלת, אסור לפועלים לקצור את כל השדה, אלא מניחין בסוף השדה כשיעור הפאה, ואין לעניים בה כלום עד שיפרישנה בעל הבית מדעתו. Employees of one's field are prohibited from harvesting the entire field, rather must leave at the edge of the field uh, the amount due for פאה, and, and on the flip side, the poor people don't have Um, a claim to the pe'ah until the owner of the field sets the pe'ah aside uh, knowingly. Lefikach, ani shira'a pe'ah besof sadeh, asur lo ligaba mishum gezel, ad sheyivadalo shehimidat ba'al habayt. Therefore, now a rule to protect the owner of the field. A poor person who saw pe'ah at the edge of one's field, he is prohibited from touching it. because we suspect that he might be stealing until he knows for a fact that this pe'ah was separated knowingly by the owner of the field. Halakha tet vav. Now, the next couple of halakhot will speak about exactly how um, the ani uh, has uh, effectively obtains the right to the, um, to the pe'ah. הלכה ט"ו, הפאה של לתבואה וקטניות וכיוצא בהן מזרעים הנקסרים, וכן פאת הכרם והאילנות, ניתנת במחובר לקרקע, והעניים בוזזין אותן, אותה בידיים, ואין קוצרין אותה במגלות ולא עוקרין אותה בקרדומות, כדי שלא יכו איש את רעהו. הפאה of produce and legumes and anything else of that is planted uh, by seeds, also פאה Um, of fruits, fruit trees, and of the vineyard are given uh, while they are connected to the ground and the aniyim, the poor people, um, grab hold of it with their hands and they, are, they aren't um, detached and the produce isn't detached from the ground by, um, by, uh, by a sickle or uprooted by, some, by a type of shovel in order for the people, for the aniyim, not to Um, hit each other and, uh, and strike each other with these, um, with these tools. אפילו תשעים, אה, ורצו אותן העניים לחלק אותה ביניהן, הרי אלו מחלקים. If the עניים wish to divide the פאה uh, within themselves, uh, they do in fact have the right to do so and divide it equally. אפילו תשעים ותשעה אומרים לחלק ואחד אומר לבוז, לזה האחד שומעים שאמר כהלכה, but if 99 out of the 100 poor people say that we want to split everything equally, but one of them said, no, I want to grab it by hand and I don't want to split it. We listen to the one who says to grab it by the hands, לבוז, because he... spoke according to what the ruling in fact is. הלכה ט"ז, פאה של דלית ושל לדקל, שאין העניים מגיעים לבוז אותה אלא בסכנה גדולה, בעל הבית מוריד אותה ומחלק בין העניים. 
Pe'ah of a dalit and of a dekel. A dalit is a grapevine uh, that grows on uh, a type of wooden post. Uh, in uh, fancy English, it's called a trained vine. Uh, if anyone's driven through Eretz Israel uh, and driven, driven past a vineyard, uh, all the vineyards that are grown on those uh, wooden sticks are called a dalit. Uh, and a dekel is a date palm. So pe'ah of a dalit and a dekel. That is uh, that poor people don't really have access to it with their hands uh, unless they put themselves in danger by climbing up the dekel or by uh, trying to grab uh, the, uh, the dalit. The owner of the field uh, brings the produce down and uh, divides it equally um, amongst the poor people. But if uh, all of the poor people wish to um, go and grab it for themselves, they have the right to do so. Even if 99 of the poor people say that they wish to grab hold uh, and to go and get the um, dalit and the dekel for themselves, despite the fact that they are putting themselves in danger by doing so, uh, and one says that he wishes to divide everything equally, uh, we listen to uh, this one individual because he spoke in accordance to the halakha and we ob obligate the owner of the field to bring down the produce and to divide it equally among the poor people. Halakha yod zayn. Now in this halakha we'll speak about uh, the times uh, that pe'ah is uh, given to the aniyim. Ve'shalosh itot bayom mehalikin et ha'pe'ah la'aniyim basadeh o'manihin otan lavoz ota. There are three times during the day that pe'ah is uh, given uh, and distributed to the uh, poor people um, or uh, is left in order for them to take for themselves. Bashahar uvahasot hayom uvaminha. Those times are uh, are the shahar uh, at dawn. Uh, the second time is hatsot hayom at midday. And during the minha, minha, if anyone forgot, we mentioned in Hilchot Berachot and Hilchot Tefillah, I believe, is two and a half hours, uh, hal halachic hours, two and a half sha'ot zmaniyot prior to sunset. Ve'ani sheba belo zeman zeh, en manihin otoh litol, kedesh sheyeh et kavua la'aniyim sheitkabesu bo kulan litol. But a poor, and a poor person who comes not at one of these three times, he is not allowed to take the pe'ah because um, we want set times uh, for everyone to have uh, equal opportunity to uh, collect the pe'ah, and we don't allow this ani that came aside from these three times. Again, the three times are shahar, hatsot hayom, and minha. If an ani comes uh, on his own, not at these times, he is not allowed to take uh, the pe'ah. Velama et ahat bayom. And Harambam here asks, why didn't hahamim uh, establish? Establish one time for the aniyim to collect. And the reason why we don't have one time during the day is because there are different types of aniyim that are only available at certain times in the day. For example, there are uh, poor women who nurse children and they need to eat 
at the beginning of the day. That's why we have the time for dawn for them to collect. Also, there are, are uh, children uh, and young men who don't wake up early in the morning and are only out in the field at midday. And there are also uh, elderly people who only have the time to uh, come to the field during, at the minha. And that's why we have, again, the three times of shaharit, uh, hatsot, and minha, shahar, sorry, shahar, hatsot, hayom, and minha for the anim to collect uh, the pe'ah from the, uh, from the field. Halakha yod het, ani shenatal mikesat ha-pe'ah, vizarak al ha-she'ar, o shenafal aleha, o sheperes talito aleha, konsin oto umavirin oto mimenna, vaafilu ma shenatal, lukhin oto miyado, vinaten le'ani aher. Now, a poor person who uh, took some of the pe'ah and um, and threw whatever he took over the rest of the pe'ah, or he deliberately fell on the pe'ah, or he um, he sp spread his cloak or his garment on the pe'ah. Um, all of these three ways um, are ways that. Um, this ani can hide the pe'ah or can make it seem like he, um, he uh, acquired um, the produce. So, and in fact, he does not just by simply falling on, the, falling on the produce or putting his cloak over it or throwing his pe'ah on more pe'ah, uh, he does not effectively acquire anything. Uh, and he, in fact, tricks uh, people that are looking because they think that he did in fact acquire, um, acquire all of this produce or he hides it from them. So if an Ani does this, he is penalized, and anything that he took is taken from him, um, and is given to another Ani. Halakha yod tet. et et ve'amar, peloni he'ani. Im Ani hu shaliket, mitoch zakha Anyone who, uh, who collected pe'ah and said that this is for so-and-so who is a poor person. If the individual who himself who collected the pe'ah um, is in fact a poor person, he acquires the pe'ah and um, when the moment that he says that it's for so-and-so, uh, um, acquires it for them. But if the individual who uh, collected the pe'ah uh, and said that this is for so-and-so is rich, um, again, the person who collected it is rich, uh, the, um, he does not, in fact, acquire the pe'ah, rather it must be given uh, to uh, the next ani uh, who, um, who grabs hold of it. The owner of a field who uh, left pe'ah for poor people who stood uh, before him, and then another ani came and took the pe'ah. The ani who took it acquired the pe'ah because uh, an ani... Uh, essentially acquires the pe'ah once he grabs hold um, of the item. And this also applies for leket, shichecha, and pe'ah, and also um, a coin uh, that was found, uh, 
one only acquires all of these things once he grabs hold of the item, not when uh, the Baal Habayit, for example, says um, and holds the produce for people next to him. Rather, the first Ani who grabs hold of the Pe'ah uh, acquires it. Uh, and with that, we finish uh, Perek Bet. Uh, Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen ve'amen.